The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the Village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome into the Bears Coaches Show from PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. The Bears are 9-4 and four and in first place in the NFC North, and it continues to be that way. Welcome in, Coach Nagy. How you doing? What a game that was. The whole city is going crazy. You know that, right? Yeah, doing good. Now, that was a that was an absolute blast last night. The, the city was going crazy. The fans were going crazy. Uh, our players were going crazy because of that and uh, came out with the victory. We're brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors. Good to be with you for the next hour talking Bears football. Uh, as we always discuss, and everybody who loves the game knows every week is a new drama in the National Football League. Uh, there was wonder out there how this game was going to flush out, even for you, right? Yeah, there, the head coach? for sure. No, it's, uh, you know, such a great game. It was great for, for really football fans in general. A lot of different types of matchups that people were looking forward to. Um, and you know, I think people got what they wanted and, and I just, uh, to be a part of that, uh, lots of great plays throughout, uh, defensively speaking, you know, both sides were really getting after those offenses and, uh, but in the end, ultimately, you know, we stuck together as a team. Um, and did exactly what we needed to do to get the win. Turns out defense is still in vogue. <laughs> That's right. You're right. And it's, uh, I'm sure glad that we have our defense. I know that. Now, what do you think of it? Well, they're they're relentless. That's the one word that I just kept thinking about this morning as I was watching, you know, the tape is really, uh, as you know, we always talk about the green grass and having a quarterback having enough pocket in front of him to make throws. And really last night, uh, I thought our defense, that was the number one thing that they did was they took away the green grass from Jared Goff. They were they were able to uh, to really just stay in his face, make every throw uh, a difficult one. And then our DBs on the back end, they were there right on time and, and uh, pat, you know, breaking up passes. And it was just a, a really, really cool night. Uh, the, the cool part of it too, you know, you had to really do the best you could to contain Todd Gurley. Otherwise it could have been a, a different situation with the play action game and whatnot because of who he is, the play action's there anyway. But to hold him to 28, yeah. lowest game in 48 games of his career. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's tough to do. And uh, uh, it's not just Todd Gurley, but it, it's that scheme. It's it's the quarterback. You know, he does a great job with the offensive line with all the the wax and the backs and the slices that they do with their their tight ends. And um, so for our offense to go out there and and limit him to 28 yards, uh, I think you could ask a lot of people, and they wouldn't believe you if you if if you said you were going to do that. And and uh, we did it. Here's the other thing: people don't believe too when you got to break it down you got to watch every snap is that every single one of those guys on defense had a hand in this thing yeah that's the other part of it too and that's what I think um, really you know elevates this defense versus a lot of other defenses is it is all about these different positions these guys are out there just feeding off of each other and it's the next man up it's the next play mentality Um, it really doesn't matter who you are somebody's trying to get a piece of it how's Bryce Callahan doing Uh, the nickel defender left in the second quarter uh, earlier today said uh, I think you said a lower leg injury yeah he had he has a uh, he has a, a left foot okay so uh, we'll, we'll get that looked at here in the next really 24 hours and get a better idea where he's at 
And, uh, you know, but it's uh, he's he's a great player for us. And, and uh, you know, we're keeping our fingers crossed. And, and Sherrick McManus came in there and, you know, he had to hit, he had to make the tackles because those guys can get a lot after the catch. And he didn't allow that to happen. And it turned out he led the team in tackles. Yeah. The, the, you know, Sherrick was uh, it was impressive to see him really uh, sticking his nose in there on a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of those runs. Uh, where they try to break contained and he was able to shoot down in there and make a tackle uh, and prevent any any long runs or any outside outside zone runs and so that was a great job by him stepping in like that wouldn't have won the game if you didn't get what you did get from your offense though in particular in the running game but you know there were key plays key passes it wasn't the best day for Mitch obviously in the offense but there was enough to get it done. Yeah, and sometimes you'll have those games. Uh, you know, we we were at a point yesterday where um, they were, you know, playing a little bit more zone defense and and, uh, and and giving us a little bit or some different looks for the run. And I thought the offensive line did a phenomenal job at protecting in the past game when we did throw and then creating uh, lanes for those running backs. And you saw Tariq and, and Jordan uh, both having some nice little uh, runs there that, to flip the field position in a game like that, that's huge. So when we talked uh, before the game, our pregame interview, you were took, taking a look at very specific things to, to make a difference in this game. Uh, one, it was turnovers, obviously, but you won that turnover battle once again. Um, having time of possession turns out to be really big against that offense. Uh, you just wanted the team to play fast. I think these are things that all came to fruition. And then you threw in the added element of getting getting something out of your run game, stopping their run, getting creative in the red zone again, and playing suffocating defense. It was a real a formula win. Yeah, it was. And it was different. But our guys, when you're able to, on offense, um, if they're not going to give you the big plays and they're going to take that away, then you have to be able to get first downs. You can't go three and out. Uh, there was times where I felt like we, we were able to move the sticks and get at least two first downs. And what that does is that allows your defense to have at least a little bit of a breather on the sideline before they come back out. Um, you know, we did have the one turnover, uh, the sudden change, but then our defense went right back out and very next play, they got an interception. So that's, that's what I think is so neat about our team is, is uh, we just keep plugging away, keep moving forward and, and everyone's got each other's backs. All right, let's talk about the building crowd was nuts mm -hmm. and it just kept getting bigger the crescendo built throughout the night uh it's what you want it's what you're looking for it's what you kind of sent out there message wise throughout the course of the weekend and frankly you have all season long are you getting what you're looking for yeah last night was last night was awesome they they uh you could just tell every time they were out there on offense um you know there and there's some communication that goes on now between the coach and the quarterback and and uh so for the fans to be super loud it's hard to hear. And you saw there was a couple times they had to take timeouts. There was a couple false starts that they had. That's a credit to the fans. Any way you want to look at it, that that's that's when a credit. Yeah, the when the hands go up, you know that 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 he's that he's having trouble. And so the other big part about that is that the the players, and I can't stress this enough, the players just feed into it so much. And it's amazing what some what some great crowd noise can do. And so it's just fun for everybody. And uh what I thought was, was was the coolest part was it wasn't just a, a couple plays here or there. I mean, it, the crowd was going crazy from start to finish. Yeah, and you didn't lose them. I mean, uh -uh. you know, that's that's a credit to yep. what you guys were doing and how you went about doing it. There were other tweaks that I, I was honestly unaware of being in the booth with my headset on, but everybody's writing and talking about it with an air raid siren and all this other game presentation 
Um, did that help? Or, I mean, are these things that you guys want? Isn't in, in Yeah, it, it all helps. And that, that's, again, a credit to, to everybody in the organization um, working together to, to, to make it a really fun uh, and advantageous environment, you know, doing it the right way and doing it legally, obviously, with the noise. And, and that's what we did. And, and um, when you can do that, it just amps everybody else up uh, at home. That's why you want to have home field advantage. That's why you want to protect Soldier Field. Uh, and we did that. Six and one with one more to go against the Green Bay Packers coming up on Sunday. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. So Bullard is a wing to the left side of the formation, heads in motion to the right with Bilal Nichols. In the backfield, Trubisky with Hicks. The fake handoff, Trubisky pops a pass down Bradley Soul. Touchdown! Touchdown Bears! And the tricks keep on coming from Matt Nagy. Another great design, and the Bears are up 14-6 here in the third. Now, if I knew ahead of time, we'd call that Santa's sleigh, but, you know, we find that after the fact, and, uh, yeah. You know what? I I just want you to know this because it, it, Tom and I uh, on the broadcast, we ha- had fun with it, obviously, but my eyes open up. I see four defensive guys going out there and 90 numbers and souls out there, and so, you know, you just get riveted, but... You know, I don't mean to demean the play calling on something like this and calling it a trick because it's not a trick. Right. That, that that should be eliminated from my conversation. These are actual, sound, design, meaningful red zone plays that just don't have your typical skill sets. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I want to apologize. For, they're not tricks. They're they're plays that are meaningful. So uh, I want to get that out there right away. I hope you don't get offended by. You know the description of that because they are they're they're something else and I know they'll keep on coming in a variety of ways, uh, but what's it doing to your sideline? What's it doing to your locker room? What's it doing to your day to day? We touched on it last week, but it's now getting to the point where anybody at any time could potentially be called to duty. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, the the guys like it, and whether it's uh, different people on offense uh, with other offensive linemen or or it's the def- defensive players. Um, you know, like I've said before, we have fun with it during the week and uh, just going in and knocking on Vic's door and pulling out a couple of the guys calling out their numbers. And, and when their number gets called there, they get they get pretty pumped up about it. It doesn't mean it's going to get run, but we'll practice it. And and who knows <laughs> what the play is going to be uh, uh, and if it's ever going to work. But, we, you know, I, I just think that it's important to uh, to involve everybody. And, and if you do it the right way. And you have uh, some reasoning behind it. Uh, so far, we've been kind of fortunate. They've been working. They're, uh, you're, you look like, surprised. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but I just know that we're we're glad they're working. And and uh, but you do. They're whatever you call them, whether it's tricks or deceptive. Um, what it does is it it puts the defense at a little bit of a disadvantage because. Um, if you've never done it before, there's no way they can possibly have have scheme for it. And uh, that's, to me, an advantage to the offense. Why are you doing it? Like, what, like nobody's doing this. Yeah. Why is well, Matt Nagy? Well, I, I uh, you know, we're, I've always been kind of into being out of the box with that kind of stuff. I've always been that way. And uh, um, why not? You know, it's, it's the guys love it. If the guys hated it and it wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it, but they love it. And it just helps. It helps bring us all together. And trust me, they're super excited on the sideline. They want, they want you to call that play. Uh, they want to be a part of it and then they got to execute it. I mean, what, a, what a great throw by Mitch yesterday. What a great catch by Bradley. 
Uh, great sell by by all the linemen, Bakim to, to to act like he had the ball, and then there's Roy. Uh, you know, Robertson, you know, he, he's in, Roy's in the back, running the back end line, and he wants the ball. You know, he's telling us today that he was more open than Bradley, you know, which is a complete bold lie. But uh, but it, it's fun, and our guys like it, so why not? So what's Andy Reid thinking? Because this is your mentor. And, you know, and Tom and I talked about this today because he comes from the Lavelle Edwards tree. He yeah. was a tackle at BYU and a, 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 a revolutionary passing game at that school. Uh, would he be proud as an offensive lineman of a 300-pounder catching that touchdown pass? Abs- what would he be thinking? Absolutely. He is into all of that. And, you know, we, uh, we, we've we put together some plays in Kansas City the last several years. I mean, shoot, you look at Don Terry Poe. He had a, uh, a rushing touchdown. He had a passing touchdown against the Broncos. Uh, with the bloated Tebow pass, and um, I mean we have great, we have some great ones now, and, and so he loves all that, and uh, that's 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 what I know, that's what he knows, and and uh, they've been good to us, so let's let's keep it going. Is he text you after this? Matter of fact, he just texted here a little bit ago, so uh, uh, yeah, no, we stay in touch, and um, I know he appreciates it. He roots us on, and 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 he likes it. I mean, you, you know, coach. I mean, he's he's an outside the box thinker as well, and again. Uh, Progressive minded, um, different, but yet calculated. And when you have it that way, um, usually good things happen. And so far, we've been fortunate with that. And uh, only two teams in the league with a second half lead this season the Kansas City Chiefs and the Chicago yeah, Bears. Pretty cool, every huh? Every single game. Pretty neat. Which means, you know, these guys, you're in everything sure. every time. I, I, it's another compliment to you, though. And I think this is, and I mentioned this in the broadcast yesterday, we were wrapping it up as I had the adrenaline rush of excitement because it's 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 great to see your general manager who handpicked you to be the head coach, you guys working together, but a, a coach that gets a roster of players and feels like he can coach every single one of them and he's got something for every single one. He just doesn't say, well, I can't really use you right now or I, I can't coach you. You don't think that way. Mm-hmm. And this is an example. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, and I wasn't raised that way in the coaching world with coach Reed. You know, that's one thing you always see. And, and I believe that, you know, it's, it's, uh, whoever is there for you, that's who we roll with. And, uh, it's our job as coaches to make sure that we adapt. If you don't adapt that, that old saying adapt or die. And uh, you need to be able to adapt. You got to, it's, uh, there's a lot of teams right now that are going through different issues and different struggles. Um, some are more fortunate than others, but um, whatever situation we're in, you know, you know, I'm just, you're not going to find that from, from me. You're not going to find that from our other coaches. That's just not how we do it. And so uh, whatever cards were dealt, were dealt and we need to make them. Now more of the bears coaches show with head coach, Matt Nagy on news radio, 780 and 105.9 FM WBBM. Sullivan sends it back to Goff. Big push up front. Down he goes. Safety. Eddie Goldman. A vicious front push by that bears front four. And they get to Goff in the end zone. Turned out to be big and the bears get the ball back and drive down and score. So that was a significant moment in the game. Yeah, without a doubt. That's where you can kind of feel things heading our way and, and Eddie and, and, and Akeem getting in there. Eddie just making a great play and, and getting in there for the sack. Uh, and bef- now, in order to get to that part, it was the play before that where 52 and 94 both both uh, forced Gurley to lose four or five yards and get into that position. And so uh, I thought that was significant. 
Uh, and then we were able to get to football, go down the field, and, and, and get to score. And, and that was uh, nice to be able to go up nine points. Yeah, it was it was a ferocious push by those guys up front. And I, I think Akeem, Akeem is, man, he's playing at a whole different level right now. He is. There's without a doubt. And I'm, I'm really happy for him. Um, the energy that he's playing with when he brings it. He's really unstoppable when he, when he wants to be. He's just such a, a a big, strong, powerful, tall. He understands um, run game versus the the play action pass. Uh, and when he penetrates through that that first line of defense, he's just so long. And and yet he has a burst to him as well. So uh, all those guys together, they they're really uh, doing a great job. Let's talk a little Vic Fangio. His players are. Calling him every you can wizard, uh, you know the evil genius. I know everybody calls him the Godfather. Um, how much is he enjoying this? Because you can't really tell all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a lot of fun, um, and you're right. You can't always tell, but I think that's one of his his qualities and one of his good traits is. He always just stays kind of composed and even keel, and the players feed off of that, and they trust him. They know his system is great; it really works. Uh, you know, they they uh, he puts them in good positions, and then when they're in that position, they got to make the play. And uh, both both times, in both cases yesterday, with the coaching on that side and the players, they did that. And you gave uh, him the opportunity to break down the locker room. We, we all saw that on video. How important is you've been in this position as a coordinator? Is that to, a coordinator to come up there and represent his side of the ball in that kind of fashion with all the all the team with him, offensive players, you know, going crazy too. Yeah, well, anybody that knows Vic knows that he's the last person that wants to yeah. do that, uh, and that's okay. Um, but I, I just felt like it was way too important. Number one, uh, too many guys on defense played played too good, and and to be able to just pick one person. But on top of that, I just thought it was a perfect opportunity for the way our defense has been playing this entire year. Uh, for the leader of the defense and coach Fangio to be able to to get the breakdown and I know the players liked it and uh, Deep down inside them. I, I hope Vic appreciated it But we're all in this thing together and there's gonna be times when the defense bails out the offense and the special teams has a couple touchdowns and the offense um, scores 40 points uh, and yesterday just happened to be one of those games where field position was at a premium and turnovers and, and sacks, and, and uh, it was going to be a defensive battle. So an interview with Khalil Mack right after the game, his quote, Matt Nagy is the perfect man for the job. <laughs> How does that make you feel? And you have connected with these guys, much like you were talking about uh, last week about Sean McVay connecting. You noticed that too. I mean, that's a critical edge for a coach yeah no that means the world to me and I think that uh for for our coaches for myself to uh to have that respect from our players and for them to know that how much respect they have from us and how how we want to do this thing together and we want to lead them and let them follow us and then them go do it but that that connection is too important and uh uh if we're if we're going to make you know uh a, a final push and a run at, at this thing we all got to do it together we all got to believe and we got we all got to be there to support one another and that's just an example of that week one you played the packers you get them on sunday how different of a team are they going to be facing well it'll be it'll be different for both sides they they have uh they have a different look uh, defensively, they have a, they've been banged up a little bit. A couple guys on IR. Uh, offensively, they have some guys back that they didn't have. So um, it'll be obviously a, a big challenge for us. They got a great quarterback, obviously in Aaron, in Aaron Rodgers. 
Um, but our, our guys will be ready. They'll be very focused and um, it seems like forever ago that first that first game in Lambeau. But you go back and you think about it, how much we've grown and the question marks that we had that first week and how were we going to respond after that difficult loss. And here we are. So uh, what better way? Well, here's the word that's come to my is resilience. Yeah, without a and doubt. And you said at that time, we will learn from how we lost the mm-hmm. game. So it, yeah. this is true. And, and we all believe that. We all believed it. Uh, we had to prove it. We had to show it. We had to learn from it. But here we are here at the end of the season, and um, I really wouldn't want it any other way. And now you're in a position where a win, you clinch a playoff spot regardless. So you don't want to ever talk playoffs, but now you're at the door. Yeah. You're at the you, door. How, you, how does that change your your messaging? How does that? How do you frame it? Well, it doesn't change anyways. So for us, the way we'll approach it is exactly what we've been doing. Um when you start chasing things, then normally you play different. And I don't want to chase anything. I want our guys to just continue being them and uh, playing the way that we play best. And then all that stuff will happen on its own. And we just control what we do. Um, I think we'll be okay. All right. Thank you so much. Good luck with your preparation. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and this hour featuring special teams coordinator Chris Tabor brought to you by Whipley CBAs and consultants and sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Goff empty spread, bunch set right, takes the snap, big push up front again. Goff with time, zips it, and it's intercepted by Fuller. And what a great interception. Cut in front of Reynolds on the near side. And the Bears defense comes up big. Kyle Fuller interception number seven in the Bears win over the L.A. Rams last night. Next Sunday's game brought to you by Jewel Osco, the official grocery store of the Chicago Bears. And make sure you step by the Miller Lite Chicago Bears ultimate tailgate to enjoy food, $5 Miller Lights, music, and games for every age. Located at the Field Museum Terrace, the ultimate tailgate is free to enter and opens two hours before through one hour after every Bears regular season home game. Chris, congratulations on a nice win. Uh, let's let's break down your side of the ball in the proceedings yesterday. Um, new return man, Anthony Miller. Yep. Uh, the decision to turn to him, and what what will he uh, potentially give you in that regard? Well, he's been making plays offensively. Obviously, I think he's a guy that uh, has big playability. Um, you know, he's uh, he's a guy that that runs hard, catches the ball well, has great hands. Uh, but I, we're just looking to to get that thing going. That's been a, a disappointing area, uh, our, our kick return game at, at this time. So uh, we're continuing to work hard at it, looking for a spark. And uh, you know we really only got one opportunity, and it was kind of a uh, kind of a bad kick, really, uh, which which kind of helped them a little bit. Uh, but uh, we'll just kind of keep staying the course, and you know we'll have another another challenge this week with Green Bay. Do you think in the final three weeks of the season, depending on situations, of course, and, and who you're playing and, and what it means, uh, are you going to see more kicks, or do you think that this is just a, a year where you're not seeing a ton of kicks? I haven't seen a ton of kicks, and I'll, and I'll be honest with you, going into the game last night, I thought that was going to be a, a big return type Why? night. Just the weather and, you know, whatever it was, 26 degrees, 22 degrees, ball's not going to fly as far. Uh, but the wind picked up, and, uh, and you know, Zerline has a, has a big leg, and, and he had a couple touchbacks there, which kind of surprised me, uh, to be quite honest with you. But I think it's, it's always a week-to-week thing. Uh, the the fake pump by Johnny Hacker. He, you, you talked. We all knew. I mean, he's got it on his resume. That's the 19th pass attempt in his career. Um, at that particular time, 
were they aware of it but just couldn't stop it as a well-executed play? It was a well-executed play. Uh, obviously, we don't want that to happen to us. Uh, I, I thought we were in pretty good position. I mean, they had to, to challenge it to, to get a first down. So that tells you that you are in position. Uh, but Hecker's a good player. And, I mean, he's the third-string quarterback. He's a, he's a guy that they can pull that out at, at any time. And I think they were obviously looking for some spark. And, and you know it could happen early in the game just because if, if something bad does happen. I mean, they, they risked it right there at, the, yeah, at that did. field position. And, it, you know, if they come up short, they still have, you know, their thinking probably is they, they still have a lot of football left to overcome that mistake. Uh, you know, but we ended up holding them to three there, I believe, on on that drive. Our defense did a great job, and, and uh, you know, we got to obviously prevent that from happening. Yeah, but a heck of a, a tackle by Benny Cunningham. Otherwise, that's even a bigger a oh, bigger yeah. run, right? Just nip, nipped him in the, in the nip, heels. Nipped him right there, yeah. He, he nipped him right there, and I was, I was standing right there, and I'll, I'll, I have to be honest. <laughs> I, I thought it was a first down, and then I saw the spot. And I thought, wow, we got a generous spot right there, and uh, so I was obviously very excited about that. But it was it, it, it was it was close, uh, but well executed. The Bears Coaches Show with special teams coordinator Chris Tabor and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continue. Cooks left, Woods the slot, back to the left of Goff in the gun. Receiver right, snap back, Goff big push up front. Pocket starts to close. His ball is thrown. It's intercepted. Here comes Roquan, right 20, 15, 10, inside the five and out of tight. The ball came out wobbly and Roquan with the swipe. Bears take over inside the Rams 10. And now 11 different Bears have interceptions. 16 have sacks. And do you know this Chris Tabor that 16 different players have scored touchdowns for the Bears in 2018 tied with the Saints. I did not know that. That's a lot of good math right there but you know this speaks to what's going on here. Everybody's getting a hand in it. So, I mean, you as a special teams coach, you get to coach a lot of these guys. Oh, it's it's great to see. And, and, you know, I mean, obviously, the thing that you really enjoy as a coach, they play well together, and they want to see each other succeed. And uh, I, I think as a coach, that's, that's very gratifying, and it, it's fun to be a part of. Uh, Sheriff McManus uh, forced into defensive duty uh, for a good half. Did it affect – I didn't notice. I did see him on on coverage, but did you have to pull back a little bit on him on coverage? No, we did. No, we, okay. no yes, we did. Oh, you did. Yeah, did, we had yeah. – there was a – in the second half there, there was, there was a lot of things going on, and uh, credit to our guys. Uh, you, you go up to them and say, hey, I need you to play here. I need you to play here. We're going to make this adjustment, and, and the guys, you know. So who came, who, who came in then and, and helped you out in different areas? Well, we ended up – uh, taking an inside player on the punt and having to move him outside to Gunner and then bringing another player uh, that, that wasn't playing in, inside on the punt. So uh, it's something that we practice. It's stuff that we talk about, uh, and we always have a plan going into the game. And it's just when those things happen, you just say, okay, we're going to execute plan A right now. And, if, and then if something happens in plan A, then you're ready for plan B. And then and then if you get to plan C, you're holding on. <laughs> <laughs> for dear life. Uh, take us through... Uh, the all right, you're out there to punt. Boom, wholesale change, official knockdown. Give us the, the the history of that, how it all transpired, and what the. I guess that's the rule. They have to stop the play when the official goes down. I didn't know that. Well, you know, obviously when when you send the punt team out there um, and then you sprint them off, they technically do get to have some time to to make a substitution themselves. Uh, but it, it's it's one of those things where. Um, you know, it, it's 
controlled chaos, and uh, I believe that they had already burned a timeout uh, right before, so they couldn't burn another timeout, or else that's going to be a penalty. So uh, get a get a first down there. So it, it was, uh, you know, we I th- definitely had the right idea, and uh, we just missed a little bit on the on the execution. But you know, I'd say it's a it's a good play. I think I may have asked you this before on this show, but with Matt's creativity and his constant thinking, is it challenging you as well as a coordinator to do the same on special teams? No question. And I and that's what's uh, – I've definitely – as a as a coach, you always want to grow each and every year. You don't want to just do the same things over and over again. And, and, and Nags is – he challenges it, challenges you to do that. And that and that and that's fun. And uh, – you know, it's it's great to to look at our players and say, hey, this guy has this skill set. How can I use him uh, for the for the purpose that we want to want to do that? And it makes you think out of the box a little bit. And I think it I think it helps you stay fresh. I think it helps the players stay fresh and be excited about playing and, and doing those different things, whether it's offense, defense, or in the kicking game. Uh, so we just got to kind of keep growing with that. When you went through the interview process uh, with him and obviously connections with Dave Tobe and all of that too, knowing him, did you know this ahead of time that he was going to challenge you like this? Or did you have to be in it to, to know it? Uh, I would definitely say I definitely had a feeling. Obviously, Dave had told me a lot of great things about him. Uh, but just visiting with him and, and sensing his energy, you, you knew that that was the avenue uh, that we'd probably venture down, and I think that's that, that's a fun one. You know, that that's that's what you want to do. Uh, what are coaching meetings like? I, I walked by. I, I had to do a, an interview with coach, and he was going to a meeting, and you guys are all in a big boardroom, ready to go. Are they fun? Do they have an edge to them? Do they? Is it all business? I think it's a little bit of everything. I, I think what I, honestly, what I would call I, it's very real. You know, and, and that's probably the best way to describe it. Uh, and it's very, we're in this thing together. And he is he, he's our leader, but uh, you feel v- very much a part of it. And that I need to handle my area because we need to, to go this way. This is the way the ship is going. And I think that's a, I mean, he has a, he has a great leadership skill set. Have you been able to learn some things about the game from his eyes that maybe I mean, you've been around a long time now so but that maybe you didn't look at the same way he always talks about he and Mitch having the same eyes does he want the coaches to have the same eyes yes he did he he, he does and and I've, I've learned a lot from him you know the the game management stuff and how he's thinking and and uh, you know being aggressive and if it, if it works great if it doesn't that's okay but you know if it doesn't work we're, we're going to keep on playing and uh, you know, for example, last night, even even on the fake punt when they when they got it, we were, we made an aggressive call initially, and uh, they got it. And on the sideline, we were like, okay, let's move on, next play. Didn't, no one flinched, and I think that's that's a credit to coach of how he talks to the players and talks to the coaches, and and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whitfleet Financial Advisors here at PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. The Chicago Bears get ready for game day with the powerful noise-canceling technology of Bose QuietComfort 35 headphones, too. Learn more at www.bose.com slash bears. Bose, the official headphones of the Chicago Bears, and... You know, noise canceling. 
I bet the Rams thought that they could uh, use some of those last night. Now you're in it. You're feeling it. You've been here before when things were going well. How did it compare? I'll tell you what. Last night, it, it, it caught me in the in the fourth in the fourth quarter. Uh, it might have been on a a third down play, and uh, I looked up and and you could just hear it. And it, it was one of those things when someone is standing right next to you, and you're really yelling at them as you're communicating. Uh, our fans were were unbelievable, and. Uh, it was. It really was awesome experience. Awesome experience. It was awesome to hear. A um, couple other notes. Josh Bellamy got down there and made a nice play in special teams. Uh, become used to seeing him over the years uh, doing that sort of thing as well. Uh, he can still get that done. No, Josh played well. He played well, and uh, I was really proud of him because the week before he had a couple opportunities. And, and did a nice job getting down there and, and didn't finish as, as well as we'd like. This week he took it another step. So it was nice to see him grow in that area. And we had some other guys. I mean, Benny Cunningham, who was a former Ram, uh, very excited to play. And, and the stuff that he does behind the scenes, he's really he's our, he's our quarterback, putting us in, in, in the right calls and, and handling all those situations like a – like the pro that he is. I mean, that, that was big for us last night. Uh, you had mentioned, you know, this uh, this week in the league, uh, only 75% conversion for field goals, and um, the weather is changing. Uh, missed extra points up, too. Is this a trend for the rest of the season, Cody? Misfired on a field goal uh, on the south end. Um, and now, you know, I, I get it because everybody's wondering, okay, is this, an, you know, a problem again? It's it's It's... <laughs> You know, everybody's going to get wigged out every time. No, and I think I I think it's because the the fan just expects them, and we all obviously expect them to make it. Uh, but it still is a skill that that takes place. Um, when I was watching the games yesterday before our game, and I saw all the misses, it, it kind of struck me. And when I saw the the information today, how many misses there were, and then I, I looked at the last two weeks, all the missed extra points. Uh, you, you kind of begin to say, well, the weather's changing at a lot of places. The wind is changing, and it is it is affecting guys. Uh, there, there's there's going to be some misses, uh, but I think what you're looking for in a kicker, obviously, is a, a strong-legged guy, but really more strong-minded. And I, I believe that we have that guy. I mean, obviously, he had the the four-hit posts in the Detroit game and came back for the next four weeks and has been very solid and was very good last night. I mean, helped us get to that, you know, that that 15. Uh, obviously, he's disappointed uh, that he missed that last one. That that ices it. I guess in some ways yeah. you could say. Uh, but I know that he'll come back, and uh, don't don't even I I don't worry about it. It's just let's move on to the next one. If we worry about the last one, where it's going to affect us, and and that's not who we're going to be. Go get the Packers. Thank you.